fuck? Jesus. Presta attention. Yeah. The <laughs> best fucking sound check of all time. And right. I can't even put it. Jeez. Uh, I was trying to switch it up because I was your penis into the microphone. <laughs> oh, that was the greatest. I can't believe we can't use that. No, you have to take I, it out. Yeah, we can't. All I, right. I have a student I'm who so someone put stick on letters on the back of his iPad that say Mr. Penis, P-E-N-E-S. Oh, that's mean. Oh, God, it's so funny. Every time I see him, I call him Mr. Penis. You're such an asshole. Well, because, you know, he knows that you're in on the joke. Yeah, no, of course. All right, so uh, thank you, uh, thank you for checking out Seasons, a TV podcast, uh, the new podcast that relives your favorite TV shows one season at a time. Today's episode is season four of Parks and Rec. How are you guys doing? Uh, I am Larry Signs. With me again is Stephanie Uyoa. Hello, people. And we have Missy. Hello, Missy Poppins. And we have <laughs> David Uyoa. Howdy. That's my podcast name. And today we are going to be talking about season four of one of the greatest sitcoms of all time. Oh, yeah. Of all time. Crowd goes wild. It doesn't matter what sitcom you think is better. <laughs> uh, so, oh, so, I miss him. The, the Rock. The Rock. When he was Rocky Maivia. Uh, actually, when he was just The Rock. He huh? was The Rock. He was Maki. Maki. He was Rocky Maivia. Speak it to the microphone, please. He was Rocky Maivia for about a year and a half. He got injured, and when he came back, he came back as The Rock. Yeah, but didn't didn't he start the? It doesn't matter. No, 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 that no, was no. after. That was after. Rocky Maivia had like zero personality. Yeah. Uh, he was like always smiling and like fuck. He had like zero. And it has all blended together for yeah. me. Then it was he, he so long. Rocky Maivia look. He had the he had the he had the flat top. No, he no, had the, the, the he had pineapple. Jerry he had the pineapple Jerry curl. Oh, yeah. Look, let me look it up. Thing and he it was, was just it was big hair. Yeah, maybe I'm just associating it with a flat top. No idea what the hell you guys are talking well, about. sometimes I feel the same way about it your looked face. Looked weird. So. He looks weird with hair. I think. No, he looked great with hair. He looked. It took me a while to get used to him bald. Look, this was when he. First, I think he looks better was, bald. This was his Rocky Maivia days. Right. Yeah, I remember that. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. That he, he has a YouTube channel that's really funny, and he had a reaction to his first WWF back in the day. Yeah, match. Uh, match, and it's hilarious. It's hilarious. He was looking at the wrong camera. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, he was looking at no camera. Yeah. His, thinking that he was looking at the main camera, and he was. That's why when you see the 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 fight. <laughs> He has his head and his back turned to the camera most of the time. Because he, he had like, no idea. Because he was playing to where he thought the camera right. was and it wasn't there. So you, all you see is the shoulders doing all of this. His, his, it was his dad and his grandfather were and pro wrestlers, yeah. right? He's third yeah. generation. And now a bunch of his cousins are um, oh, really? on yeah, the right. roster. Yeah. He's awesome. So let's talk uh, about TV. <laughs> so now that that's over with. Oh Stephanie, my God, Steph. She can lift the microphone I back up. Really? I was like, you guys were speaking like fucking Cantonese to me. I have no idea. Well, I feel really up. bad for you because you missed out. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I feel like I'll live, but <laughs> sure. All right. So um, last time we left off, what is season th- how does season three le- leave off? Season three end with, ended with Little Sebastian's little Memorial. Sebastian's Memorial, yeah. And R.I.P. R.I.P. Little Sebastian. Yeah. Ron Swanson's eyebrows and half of his head getting burned off. Oh, oh God. Yeah. So great. <laughs> and then. What was better? That? Ron Swanson with uh, half his eyebrows and, and hair burned off? Or the Ron Sanson, no Ron Sanson with getting shot in the back of the head. That <laughs> I no, I prefer the shot in the head. No, the friction. No, mustache. I'm, 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 I'm with you. Oh, yeah. when, he, when he walks in in the in the kimono, and, <laughs> no, he's in the backseat of the car. 
He's in the he's back of the, the car. car and they go and then she goes. No, oh. they find him ben, in jail in the junk yes, tent. And they, but they and bail him out and he's in the back and Ben goes, Oh, you shaved half your mustache on. He goes, No, it rubbed off from friction. <laughs> I just I, I picture him walking in in those in in that silk kimono <laughs> to to the intervention with his hair and cornrows and well all, all this all this happens because Leslie and Ben were in the midst of their secret relationship of their yeah, secret relationship and they, paid off and, the, and they start paying off people no, and it's just well, the one January one, it's one, the one yes but all that leads to the season 4 to the season, yeah to the middle so, of the and season. Then, it leads to everything at the memorial getting all fucked up because they have to cover that guy's job with someone else's job and they need to cover that job with right. another guy which exactly. is why it ends up that you know the kerosene or whatever they used was not the right <laughs> correct right. you know uh, Which flammable is why agent. Ron yeah. gets his face blown off. Right. right. Okay. Just making sure I'm following. So along. season four begins with. Well, at the end of season three, the other thing that happened in the season finale was that Leslie gets approached to run for city council. Right. right. So the cliffhanger is: is she gonna is she gonna run or is she going to break up with Ben? You can't run. You can't. Hide. So that's where season. One, oh, and Ron runs away because Ron runs away because Tammy, Tammy won. Tammy won is back. in the house. Right, exactly. And he gets his backpack. And that has a hundred and eighty <laughs> days worth of survival. <laughs> and he tells her that there's there's ground chuck in his desk. Then and he needs she needs to move it. Otherwise, it'll start to smell. <laughs> <laughs> and I, how many days off did he have? Did he have six days? Of he said eighty days. No, he had his backpack had supplies oh. for a hundred and plus days. He had something like two hundred and sixty three days off, off accumulated. And he yeah. goes, I'm starting using them right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna start using them. And right basically now. leaves her in charge of the parks department. Right. Because she's the deputy director, so it would fall to her regardless. So. But yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, Leslie's left in, in basically the rock and the hard place for her is just if she runs for city council, she's already they're they're already sneaking around and can't to come can't come forward with their relationship because she's he's technically a supervisor, so he would they, if they come forward with their relationship, they can get in all kinds of trouble. Double this with the fact that now she's running for city council, so it would they would be in trouble regardless because he's. It's it's a supervisor employee relationship, but now a supervisor employee relationship could be considered a political scandal if she's running for public office. Correct. The other thing that happens because this we're all talking about the first episode, which is I'm Leslie Nope, right? And she's trying to break up with him at throughout the episode. She right. can't bring herself to do it because he's you know so great. The other thing that happens in that episode is that the um, reason that Tammy's in town. Well, no, that comes. That, that's this episode that's, too. That's this episode, but I was gonna bring up the dick pic that some that, right. that gets sent to oh everybody. My God, yes. Oh yes, and then <laughs> everybody starts. Everybody's genitals starts getting examined, and then we find out that Jerry has the biggest dick the biggest that dick the doctor has ever right. seen. Well, goes, the I reason, don't even know if he's sick. Yeah, I, I, was, I, I, I mumps. He was examining him for mumps. No, yeah. yeah, well, the, the, the reason the reason that they were able to figure out who sent it is because Anne is notices that that penis looks like it has the mumps, and they were able to narrow down who has the mumps and they figure out that it's that guy I can't remember his name right now um, but Sewage Joe Sewage Joe <laughs> Sewage Joe Kurt Fox <laughs> is the actor is the actor but Sewage Joe is, is, is the, the one who sends the dick pic to, so every, to every yeah. woman in the government in the local Pawnee government I've worked with him have you? yeah cool Funny? guy I've worked with him okay oh what's over there? what? you dropped a name? No, Kirk Fox. <laughs> I dropped Kirk Fox. Oh yeah. I, the only thing I ever know that guy is from Sewage Joe. Yeah, so. and if I would have told you Kirk Fox without Sewage Joe attached to it, you'd be like, "Who the fuck is Kirk?" What Fox? character is that from? Yeah, is, exactly. is he in Brooklyn Nine Nine? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, they have a mumps episode in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Fucking hilarious. But go ahead. I'm gonna keep watching. It. I mean, I'm gonna start watching it. Yeah. Um, and then 
at the very oh and then leslie can't bring herself to break, break up with ben so she, she runs away to ron's cabin right now i feel like it's been a couple of days but ron shows has his grown his <laughs> uh, his eyebrows are back and he mm-hmm. has he's like, like bushy yeah. a mountain man <laughs> um right Mickey is, ross beard going on it is the most impressive beard i've ever seen it's fake i don't care Oh. I, choose I heard to that believe his mustache that was fake throughout the show. Yeah, but the beard was fake too. But I heard the mustache was fake throughout yeah, the show. Yeah, that season, that, yeah. That you shit could, hurts. Because you want to know why? Because in the gag reel for the season, he, when he cracks in one of the episodes, I mean one of the scenes, he's like, I'm sorry, I need my mustache glued because he laughs so hard that it... Well, I, I don't think it's norm- I, I don't think that it's normally fake, but remember that in, in the second episode, which I really want to talk about, Ron and Tammy's, he has to be clean shaven. Yeah. Because remember that Tammy makes him shave the beard. So I I think that for the most part, Nick Offerman had the... Because I remember seeing him in like interviews and stuff while Parks and Rec was airing and he always had the mustache. But I think for that specific episode, he, since he had to go clean shaven, in order, I think just for like camera consistency, they had to give him a fake one until he was able to regrow it back. Which makes so. the whole, you know, Henry Cavill thing even more upsetting. But whatever. Anyway, I have not caught on to that yet. I mean, I need to pay attention, I guess, but I, I really haven't. It did it. look weird. I mean, it, it looks it looks super, super weird. It looks yeah. weird. But it's only in that beginning part. No, no. The, there's a couple. The, there's the, a couple. Yeah, the, the, the interaction with Batman. Yeah. I didn't really Do you bleed? All that, which I love that line. Oh, it's a great line. Oh, fuck. He so I saw had it coming. Even though I saw it coming, but I was like, but the whole time I was like, he's going to say, Do you bleed? But. Something looks weird. <laughs> what's, what's up with your face, what's dude? Your I didn't notice he was shirtless. So they zoomed in on his face. You couldn't even see you his. Couldn't even see his. I could like. I stopped jerking off because I couldn't see his fucking body anymore. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell is happening here?" So anyway, Ron and Tammy's. Well, Tammy I, one. Comes I want to say I can't remember. It, it, I think it's the first episode where she, where I love Leslie. I don't. I. I think I've said it before. I. I don't like Ann Perkins. I. I don't like her character. <sighs> but I. I love Leslie's. And Chris's compliments and nicknames to Anne. And my favorite one <laughs> is in this episode where she calls, she goes, Anne, you beautiful, sophisticated newborn baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, we're, we're, we're talking about Ron and Tammy's now, yes? Yeah, we can move on to Ron and Tammy's because I, I, I saw it today since watching it. I had only seen it one other time and I forgot how great this was. Oh, that's a great episode. episode. It's a great episode. This was a very disturbing episode because Ron was not Ron. He comes Ron. in in pastel colors and shit. His face, and he's like a, he's a pussy. He's Jerry. I, no, but I love he's the Jerry. fact. He's worse than Jerry. He's worse than Jerry. And I love the fact that uh, Leslie goes, uh, yes, sir, can I help you? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, no, yeah, I, I, the one. I always forget this actress's name, Patricia something. Um, no, no, it's not Patricia Arquette. It's funny that that's the first thing that came to my mind, too. That's the only Patricia. I know. So it's what, whoever it. She played Justin Timberlake's mom in the Mother Lover video. So, <laughs> um, oh, so this yes, episode, yes, episode yes. two, was a great one because he, she goes, oh, Tammy's, uh, they're, they're auditing. Um, the reason that Tammy's in town is be- that Tammy one comes into town is because she works for the IRS and Ron is get- being edited, um, edited, audited. audited by the IRS. And so she, Leslie, goes, Leslie goes, Leslie goes, <laughs> Ron. He goes, oh, I don't care. And he goes, Ron, you have to do it. You have to talk to her because you get you go to jail, Ron. Jail, Ron. Ron. Jail. Jail, Ron. <laughs> jail, Ron. Jail. Ron. Jail. 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 Ron. Ron. Jail. Ron. Jail. And then he, he goes, like, hey, Leslie, are you broken? Yeah, he goes, are you broken? He's <laughs> like, Ron. Jail. Jail, Ron. But she said it so many times in such different inflictions every time. It was fucking banana. She's I laughed, amazing. I, she, I laughed so hard. 
You know how amazing she is? I didn't realize in, this until recently because I just caught up on Veep. Um, uh, Julia Leo Dreyfus wins every year for Veep, right? Yeah. And like three of those years, she, uh, what's her name? Leslie, nope, uh, was nominated. Polar. Amy, Amy Polar was, was nominated. And there's two years where on the yeah. way up to the acceptance speech, her and uh, Amy Poehler and Julia Lou Dreyfus had a thing where they, it was like a... A bit. Well, what happened was, so one year she wins, right? Julia Lou Dreyfus. And the first one to go hug her is Amy Poehler. Oh my God, whatever, blah, blah. And and then, um, and then she's like, uh, Julia Lou Dreyfus is like fumbling for her like, thank you uh, uh, papers, whatever. And then she like picks it up. Uh, Leslie Nope picks it up. Oh, Leslie Nope, listen to me. Uh, Amy, Amy Poehler picks it up and gives it to her. And she's like, oh my God. And she, and she this is like... If you watch this, it is real, man. And she goes, oh, my God, so thank you so much. And then she opens up the piece of paper. She goes, first of all, I want to thank NBC and my two kids. <laughs> and she gives the names of fucking Amy Poehler. And then and then they, they show Amy. And Amy's like, oh, I, um, <laughs> I think we switched papers. Like, But she's not. This is all physical. It's none of this yeah. is verbal. She's like, I think. And then they literally go back. She goes on stage. They meet halfway to switch papers or whatever. At the end. <laughs> And then at the end, she does. She gives her real thank yous. And at the end, she goes, "But honestly, uh, it's a pleasure to be nominated. You know, and you know, with all these great ladies. But really, Amy Poehler did get robbed. Wait, what? And then she like that, and they zoom out, and they see Amy with a pencil on her hand. She had the pencil. It was fucking fat. But she did it like a couple times throughout the years. I have to tell you, those Emmy, that Emmy, that female lead comedy category, while Parks and Rec and. Um, 30 Rock were still on mm-hmm. was a crazy category because it was Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Amy Tina Poehler, Fain. Tina Fey, yeah. Julie Bowen, and... Um, Lena Dunham. No. Yes. It was, I think, I don't think she was starting to get nominated yet because the Sophia well, I Rex just saw A- all the thank yous. I just saw the award oh, acceptance speeches. Oh, At least for what? two of those I'm years. I'm lying because, no, I'm lying because Julie Bowen and Sofia Vergara, all the Modern Family people get nominated as supporting yeah. because they purposely, they purposely don't, don't uh, yeah, you, submit themselves for leads. You don't want to go for that. You don't want, you don't want to go. That's, that's a dog fight. You don't want to fucking Yeah, Modern, no, I know, I, I forgot. Modern Family support, so purposely don't submit yeah, themselves but for Lena leads. Dunham does. So everybody's funny except for Lena Dunham. Yeah. So I'm like, please. She was, she submitted for comedy? Shit. Yeah, they submit girls for comedy. Yeah. What? That's why I'm surprised. That's why I'm telling you. Th- Anyways, whatever. We're not going to go okay. back into this. So <laughs> I'm not going to follow I'm, down or, that I'm already self editing right now. So, Wait, I'm not falling down so that um, we find out, though, that Tammy won in this episode. Was, was delivered. No, delivered. No. Delivered. She, she delivered him. Was, she was the nurse. Candy Striper. Candy and Tammy too, Sunday school teacher, along with yeah. Ron's, because they're they're from a very small town of only six hundred people. So she's known Ron literally since birth. She was his Sunday school teacher, and I think also just like a regular teacher in school. Period. Is is the moonshine drinking competition? Yes, this one. With okay, Ron, yeah. with the mom. I fucking yeah. love yeah. So this. the whole the whole time they're trying to figure out. So they they she basically they the they, one time April's funny is in this episode. That's not the one time April's funny. No, there's whatever. another time. Well, the one time this season. So they this episode because there's another point where I bring, I was confirmed that you laughed when it happened. They bring we'll get there. they're they're trying to like go through all of Ron's paperwork and all of his receipts, and Tammy comes into the office and she's so like not quiet, but she's just like so she's not abrasive. In a she's subtle. That's assertive. Like she's subtle and assertive. She's assertive but subtle. She's not. She's not yelling, but she the way that she speaks to you, it's intimidating. But she's not yelling at you, and she's not like. 
When she tells April she's the opposite of Tammy too. She's, she's the opposite, opposite of Tammy. She's too. understated. She's and I understated. love the fact yes. that Tammy too is scared of her too. And ta- yeah, Tammy too is terrified. <laughs> she's like, oh, you here? And you're here to talk about Ron? It's like, oh, Tammy one is like, what? Tammy one? Like she gets so freaked <laughs> out. She gets exactly. so freaked out. And she tells Andy what to do. Andy damn near shits his pants. Right. Leslie gets intimidated by her. April. She tells April to sit up because she goes, you're not doing your breast any favors. And then she sits up and then Andy turns to the corner and goes, babe, your breasts look amazing. <laughs> April goes, this is the cold heart. This is the cold hearted mother I never had. I love, I love her. So that Rock, wasn't the funny part, but anyways. Rock I know what you're the talking next about. day wearing pa- a pastel striped polo shirt and his face is clean That's shaven. The best. They have, they, she's like, oh, and, he, and she made me get a joint bank account with her so that she can, she can keep track of my finances. I love when he laughs. So Leslie says that in Your order, face Ron Ron your face Ron your face Your face Ron Ron your face it? Yes please So Leslie basically says That the only way to fight Godzilla Is with Mothra And that's when they go to Tammy 2 And even Tammy 2 is terrified yeah. of her So But that's when they go to That's when they Tamera, go to Original Tammy The original Tammy Yeah <laughs> Which is Ron's mom But I love the fact that he That they're interviewing him And he's like yes My mother's name is Tamara, I don't see what the. She, I don't see what the yeah, she did go yeah. by Tammy. Yeah, she <laughs> went by Tammy. Leslie, you goofball. Tammy pointed out that my face looked better without any hair on it, and it did collect a lot of food crumbs, which is very unsanitary. What? Hey, Jer, hump day, am I right, buddy? <laughs> Even the pitch of his voice is different. She moved in with me. She's really helping me out. Yesterday, she converted my bank account into a joint bank account with her. Oh, that's great. And how is that going to help? Not sure. When she explains it, it makes total sense. It is so nice having her around. Here's something neat. Tammy's got me taking baby aspirin to lower my risk of heart disease. Science is a miracle. Anywho, back to the old grindstone. These emails aren't going to send themselves. <laughs> I can't find it. I got to I got I to keep looking for right. it. So, uh, yeah, that's and then the, his mom comes back and they do the, the drinking contest. And Leslie's like, deal me in because Leslie doesn't want to lose. Ron. Right. Because the deal is, is that either if 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 Tammy one wins, she go Ron goes with her. And if Tammy mom, Tammy wins. He goes back to the farm, and Leslie's like, "That's not what we agreed to." So Leslie says, "Deal me in, so that he could just be regular Ron." And the regular and and her getting drunk, Leslie getting Leslie drunk, drunk is, is the but in this episode specifically, <laughs> she because she it's moonshine, right? And or she's a lightweight compared to the other two. But it's moonshine. It's so worse it's not, than the than the um the snake hole lounge, right? The snake hole one. That was really, a good one. That was that was a good drunk. That was a good joke, but this is worse because I forget what it is that she says. I was watching this in the in the car of the school parking he lot, goes, waiting for Link to get out of school. When when Leslie slaps him to try to slap some sense into him, he goes, "Ouchie!" <laughs> <laughs> it's the creepiest thing I've ever seen. Like this was so, not there was too much. Not Ron. I can't find it. I'm looking for it, but um. Well, I think the part when they get to the drinking, the part where you're giving April credit for laughing as she goes, I can take, I'm Puerto Rican and she (laughs) takes a sip and she spits out, she's like, poison. She goes, poison and just throws herself on the floor. (laughs) She like picks her up. (sighs) She's the best. Oh, that was that one funny part. One thing that was also happening in this episode is that Chris is, 
so fucking annoying. And he's recording this uh, the, the diabetes, diabetes commercial. Oh, yeah, Chris God. and Anne, I could care less about in this episode. This They're a, so... Uh, I don't mind. I love the fact that she was like... How, why did, like, I, why I, did I, I date him? And she was like, we dated. For five months. For a long time. Yeah. And he broke up with me. Yeah. And it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, she was so fucking confused. Chris is super extra a lot, but in this episode in particular... He's really extra. Is he already seeing Dr. R- Richard Nygaard? No. No, point? not yet. That no, happens but he in is five. dating Millie oh, okay. uh, at, already. No, oh, no, no, not, okay. not this episode yet. Not this episode. No, no. but it is this season, right? It is this yes. season. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He starts it's, seeing Dr. Richard Nygaard after he, Millie breaks up with him. Okay. No, he starts seeing her that the, his therapist on, in season five. Mm. Yeah. Okay. But um, I think that's it. Oh, and Ben gets hired by Entertainment 720 for accounting. Because um, you hired four accountants, four accountants, yeah. So oh, what's about it, baby? You put the party button on, and they just shut it off. All no, of a sudden, that's that, that's much later. <laughs> no, no, I, no, no, it's, it's this, this season, episode. but I didn't know it was this episode. It's this episode. I, I saw it. Okay, last no, night. I saw it today. So, but I just they kind um, of wow. That was the most polite way to tell someone to fuck off I've ever heard. <laughs> what? Oh, I saw it. No, it's this episode. I saw it <laughs> last night. I saw it last night. Um, the Swanson Hooch. This That's what it was called. No, but I was. What's the matter, baby? You put the party button on. Well, and he I just hires, like Roy Hibbert. But I, I just yeah. love the fact that he just, just. I love. Are we calling everybody baby now, baby? Oh, I love it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that whole fucking transaction. So yeah, where Ben tells him, he's like, I predict that they're going to be bankrupt by the end of this sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to take a free iPad on your way out. <laughs> they're playing. They're uh, paying the receptionist a hundred thousand dollars a yeah. year. She's not really doing. She's not she's doing not anything. Doing shit. Oh my god. He's like that Ben is in a deep sleep. That that girl's in a deep sleep and she's making over a hundred thousand dollars a year. They have that piece of furniture. He goes, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> what does that do? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Um. And then born and raised, which is one I think episode three. Episode, episode three. Yeah. Born and raised. Where she comes out with a book. She comes up with a book, and Joan Calamazzo put, as, puts it as part of her book club. And well, wait, wait. She wants to put it as part of her book club. But she doesn't. Right. And then... Uh, she, she goes on, on air to I have, I to discuss the why the book <laughs> should be. No, but be. she... Uh, but Tom, you know, is in with Joan, and so right. jo- uh, he says there's a rumor that there's a factual that, that anomaly there's an error. or an yeah. error, yeah. And she goes, impossible. I have uh, double-checked and triple-checked and all my sources, blah, blah, blah. She but has Jerry going around. She <laughs> has everybody going around, and, and she goes, Jerry, I need you to interview everybody that I, that I interviewed in the book and fact check it. She goes, on, he goes on it and fucking leaves. <laughs> and uh, and it turns out that uh, that she wasn't born in, uh, in Pawnee. She was born, yeah, she was born in Eagleton. Yeah. Which so her reaction she, is amazing. Yeah. But you see, this is why, and you guys, I hate Chris Traeger, which I don't understand why. I don't you, hate Chris Traeger. No, no, they, I said, I, I, I'm talking about her specifically. Missy? Missy Poppins hates Missy good, Poppins. He said, guys, I do not let me in. Uh, so I'm uh, sure somebody listened. Chris Traeger had an amazing uh, speech or whatever you want to call it, monologue to Leslie to let her know it's not it's not who, where you're born is a piece of trivia. Right. Where you're from is what it matters. Or yeah, where you're where you're from or whatever. You should probably get the quote right before you start throwing out the quote because you're messing it up, Missy Poppins. I can paraphrase. Let me freestyle. Uh, But you know, uh, you know, you know, it was a great, it was a great fucking, it was a great monologue. Yeah, it was a good pep talk. He has his, that was like one of three moments the entire time he was on the series that he wasn't a complete. Really? Because there's another one. Really? What about when he was reading all the fucking, all the signs that the guy made? (laughs) 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the herpes signs. <laughs> and it, it, we're both at fault. And I'm sorry. <laughs> Jan. Oh, Jan Cooper. Jan Cooper will give you chlamydia. <laughs> Re-elect Jan Cooper, mayor of Orville. <laughs> that was that season. But anyway. So you're going to tell me that he ha- he doesn't have his moments? That was the second time that he was funny. Okay. Um, Joan Calamezzo. Two more than April. Man, I, I love Chris. No. Joan Calamezzo drunk. Oh, because that's the Joan thing. Joan always drunk, though. No, no, no. But no, they take no. her out to lunch because after... And she they, gets divorced. She, if yeah. I, if they, they learn that she gets divorced. Because Tom is always hitting on her. And, and then he's like... She, she tells him that she's divorced. Because oh, he then, takes her out to lunch after the gotcha dancers. That's right. Mm-hmm. right. And then she's like a mess. And she's singing... I don't know what the name of the song. Oh, they have to like take her home and like yeah, put her to bed and everything. In the in the, in the oh, restaurant, she, she, she like, solicited them though. She's like, "Let's go back <laughs> to my place. Yeah. Drink up, Tom. I'm gonna powder my nose, amongst other things, if you know what I mean." And then Ben goes, <laughs> she "Is she gonna powder her, her vagina?" <laughs> <laughs> Which the gag reel. <laughs> <laughs> He goes, you got to help me, man. He goes, why? This seems like the regular amount of gross. Like the regular <laughs> amount of gross. The gag reel of them trying to get through that line is hilarious. Because at one point, um, Aziz Ansari and um, this dude, what's his name? Adam Scott. Adam Scott. They couldn't get through. Like, they were just anticipating that it was coming and they would just crack up. <laughs> but um, I had an image of her. But that whole that whole conversation, I did, that whole conversation, I didn't it's like, great. When he was like, you gotta throw some cold water on this guy, do some nerd stuff. And he's like, <laughs> he goes, you know, nerd culture, quote unquote, is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd, <laughs> derogatory, it just means uh, uh, you're the one that's out of the uh, zygus. Zygus? Zygus. Zygus. Yeah. And he goes, yes, that's perfect. Just like that. You're incredibly <laughs> <laughs> Be incredibly boring. <laughs> Wait. And the other thing that's happening this episode is that um, before they figure out that it's um, the inaccuracy in her book was that she was born in Eagleton. Everyone's doing research. So Ron and April are in the office trying to find the inaccuracy in the in the book. And Anne shows up because she's um, being thirsty as fuck and trying to have some kind of like five minute bonding session with the, these two. Mm-hmm. So she's like, well, when it comes to April, Anne is so thirsty as fuck because all Anne fucking does is try to get April to like her. Right. So she goes. So uh, so Anne goes, um, I'm thinking about getting a new phone and. And April picks up herself and she goes, I've never used a new phone. I've never used a phone in my life. And she's like texting somebody. <laughs> um, so she's just trying to get a minute of whatever conversation. conversation yeah. A regular conversation with them. Which ends up that she invents this disgusting story about her being in the ER. And then Ron is like, calls her not Anne, but something else. Oh, yeah. Because when they get too friendly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like to call people by the wrong name because when they get too friendly. When they get too comfortable, like just keep them off balance. Or he her Susan? He's, he's saying it in front of April, and he goes, "That's brilliant." And he goes, "Thank you." He goes, "She goes, you're welcome," and calls Ron something else, which uh, you know they're obsessed with each other. Yeah. And Bert Macklin shows up this episode because he's trying to help her find the birth certificate. When it comes to these details, there's only one uh, man for this job. Anything else happen in this episode that's funny? No. Nah. Pawnee Rangers. I don't like this episode. <gasps> Which is the Pawnee Rangers? This is the one where it's like the Boy Scouts versus the Girl Scouts and they go like into the I mountains. do like it's this treat one. Treat Yourself episode. That's a Treat Yourself. Treat Yourself uh, that's the beginning. I, okay, so the Treat Yourself I love, but I don't care for the Pawnee Rangers portion 
of the storyline. I think the Pony Rangers portion is better than the treat yourself stuff. Well, you get the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah. I think because he doesn't like what's his name. Yeah, he doesn't like. No, he's he, he, like, he has he, he like has Tom. grown on me. You don't he's, like who? Tom. Tom. I didn't like him at first. By the time I finished watching or the show, John Raphael. He had grown. John Raphael has also grown on me. And we made when we get down to that episode, we made an observation about John Raphael today that's gonna blow your minds. Okay, so the the I like the fact that. Uh, what are they called? The the goddesses. Yes, the Pawnee Rangers. The yeah, Pawnee Goddess. Goddesses, and then I like the fact that she's like, we won, and then she's like, well, shouldn't isn't aren't we doing to them what they did to us and whatever? Blah blah. And it's like, I love the fact that she, they use her own words against her, and she, and she goes, damn it. <laughs> I created little monsters. I'm mostly annoyed. No, she goes, I'm mostly proud and annoyed. Seventy thirty. <laughs> That's what she says. She's I, I like this episode. I like, and I like the fact that at the end of the episode, she gets Ron, the Ron Swanson kids or whatever the fuck yeah. they're called. A Swanson. That was so Swanson that was one of the most beautiful things that I think has happened in the entire series. Boring. Okay, fine. I'll treat shut yourself. the fuck up. All right. Treat no, yourself. No, I love treat yourself, and I love that it's like a recurring thing. I. Treat yourself is awesome. I love the concept of treat yourself that you have one day a year where you just buy whatever the fuck you want. Is this when we do this every Tuesday on iTunes? This is this when is Ben Batman. buys yes. the Batman. Yes. yes, God, it's fucking awesome. And he, and then the closeouts, the 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 end credit scene. Yes. is him in ben, a Batman the suit. Internet's not working. Uh, unplugging and plugging the router back in. <laughs> the best thing about that is that he walks back and he flutters the cape. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's funny because I'm watching that going like, oh, I would love that fucking suit. Oh, my God. I mean, I would have fit me, but I would fucking love that suit. It's a good, it's a pretty sweet suit. Yeah. Yeah. And I, there's a like bonding between because um, Donna's the one that convinces Tom to let Ben come along for their treat yourself because they realize that he's having noodles on a bench by <laughs> for lunch because of his breakup. Right. So that was cute that they kind of like befriended him. And they him. include him. Right. Everybody hurts. You were literally just talking about how you hate that I song. I fucking hate that song but it applies. <laughs> it's <laughs> applicable. And I like the fact that's when Ben realizes that they're, they're actually his friends. Right. You know? Because when they go to the bar he... Tom gets him a drink and it says, and it's his drink. He goes, "How do you know?" And he goes, "Yeah, everybody knows that. That's mm-hmm. your drink. Everybody knows that. We all know that." Mm-hmm. And it's like, and he's like, starts to realize. Donna oh, and Tom are pretty care. fucking great. I love Donna. And Tom. Donna is my favorite secondary character on the show. Yeah, she's mm, great. Tom, sorry. I think Donna is, Trump is John Raphael a secondary or third. I say he's a tertiary character. Yeah, he's guest. Yeah, yeah, April's, he's a guest. He's on a recurring. April's, he's on a recurring character. He's a guest. Char- he's a guest star. He's on a recurring. Because there's your leads, there's your recurrings, and there's a guest star. Okay. All right. Well, and I then, think that's it for Pawnee Rangers. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's not pretty much all that happens. And the puppies. The, with the puppy party. <laughs> and April. And what season was it? And I know it's already passed, and I know I'm sure we've already talked about it. But to the listener, we were recording this months apart uh, from previous episodes. Even though these are going to air back to back. They are. Yeah. They're gonna air. No, I'm, I'm releasing them all at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna. So, um, the which is the episode where they go? Oh, they found a puppy. You got a puppy. Oh, <laughs> that's coming up. And he goes, "You gotta take him out." He goes, "And shoot him." He's like, "No, just, <laughs> I just says, take him out. You can't. He's this is a building. This is an office building, whatever." And he goes, "It's a puppy. Yeah, come on." But and then, and then Tom starts acting, talking like if he's like if the puppy's talking. Come on, bro. I just, I'm just a puppy. <laughs> and the puppy's licking his face the entire time, licking his nose and his face, and and he's, and he's not br- deadpan. He is not breaking, and he, and he does this for a good. 
12 seconds of just fucking dead padding. And then he looks over at Tom and he goes, Okay, now take him out back and shoot him. Like, <laughs> I don't know that it's happened yet. Has it? I don't think so. No, really? I think no. it's, in the, it's not in this season. Cause this I know season, it's not this season. Because Champion five. shows up in this season and it doesn't happen with Champion. Oh, I thought it happened Champion. before already. No, That's why. It's, I think it's ahead. Oh, okay. I could so, be wrong. Sorry if I, if I ruined it for Oops. the listeners. <laughs> I don't think it's a, you're going to ruin any plot points. It's just a okay. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, it was a pre-credits I'm, thing, so you I know it doesn't mean shit. doesn't do anything for the plot. Uh, um, number seven is uh, what episode is number seven? No, we were, we're just at. Well, we're, we're not gonna four. go episode by episode. Oh, okay. yeah, we so can't. We don't have time. Is a treaty what? where they do the UN. Um, where they do oh, the, the model oh, UN. That, model UN. Yeah. The oh. only thing I'll be waving is your decapitated head in front of your mother. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Fucking wow! The other quote that I love about this one is when she, Leslie asks Andy to be ice, and he goes, "The bad guys from the Mighty Ducks." No. <laughs> She's like, okay, well then, can you be Japan? And he goes, the bad guy from the Karate Kid. No, can I be Germany? They've never done anything bad. <laughs> 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 oh my god! That's oh, it's so fucking good, so good. Ah <sighs> uh, shit! Uh, you know, she takes uh, was it Norway or whatever she takes? Uh, I don't Sweden. Think, what does she yeah, take? Yeah, one of the Scandinavian countries. She. You know she speaks. Her and her brothers are speak fluent whatever the fuck language that is. Norwegian. Yeah, that they're from there, and the parents are from there, and they speak. I've met her. I've met her brother. Not name dropping because I just I I. What does her brother do? I sibling dropped. Uh, he's also on TV. He's, a, he's, a he's also on TV and he's also stand up. Uh, and I've worked with him. Met him. We actually follow each other on Twitter. Not that it matters because he doesn't know who I am. Um, <laughs> but he uh, they they speak fluent. Um, Nordic. What, I guess whatever the fucking language that is, I don't know. Nordic or Norwegian, whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that, and it's funny because when I I found that out after originally watching this episode, when I so when I went back to watch that episode, I was like, oh, that's why she picks that country for herself. Uh, the end of the world's kind of stupid. I don't know. Which is the end of the what? Ep- I just I just end have of the numbered. world is is the one number, where the one number, one number. Oh. six. Oh yeah, I I I went from four to seven because obviously nothing happened in five or six. Uh, that I really care about Norse. Yeah. Six, Norsk. no, but six. They um, April and Andy do stuff from his bucket list, and then they end up at the Grand Canyon. Where are the faces? And he goes, "Where are the faces <laughs> That's right. from the president?" <laughs> That's a great yeah. thing. Um, oh no, but the next one is is um a good one. Smallest Park smallest because park. Smallest Park is when Ben and Leslie get back together. What episode number is that? Is that number eight? eight. That's when they get back together. Um, because Leslie they say that they're they're gonna t- there's this little patch of concrete that Leslie wants to make the smallest park in Indiana. <laughs> this is the best one that I have. What? This is Ron. This is a quote. I I just write down the quotes that make me laugh. Of all the co-workers, he's one of the few I don't actively root against. <laughs> there I go, getting all sappy. <laughs> 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 it's so good man and it's the last it's so it's basically ben tells it's the last project that ben and leslie are going to work on together because ben tells her that because since they're broken up he tells her he's like after this i'm going to ask chris to move me out of parks and rec and to put me into like a work focus on other departments because i i don't think it's good for us to keep working right. together if we're, you know because it's too hard and she he calls her out dirty he does he, he does he's a little bit of a douche in this no episode. no 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 like no, not no. a douche in like a, okay, no, it was not in a brandanowitz way no, not that's a, a douche, douche. Well, first that's of all, a douche brandanowitz was amazing he's a douche first of all, he was yeah. a fucking mad man d- d- it's he's not worth amazing. the fight let's we've he's done amazing. i've done this with him before let's he's amazing just, if i'm so if i'm thinking correctly 
Leslie is way too pushy. No, way no. 100%. He is 100%. a thousand I, I can't, percent. I can't. Re- it, all this show blurs I together with me episode, because you, you and I binge this a couple, epi- a couple hours ago. It's it, she, Leslie. She Leslie does, takes it way she too far. Will not let it rest. She doesn't. He, he wants. She doesn't. He wants one thing, and she doesn't but care. It's not just about this episode. It's, this is her personality. This, the way she always right. is. Right. Yes, and it, it, which is part of the reason why he loves her. Right. You but know, it's like this, like. You know, yeah, I, I'm with you. It's one of those things where it's like, listen, this is what I love about you, but it's also what makes it so difficult to love you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, he was completely in the right. Like he was no, not 100%. wrong. He was not douchey at all. He was in the right. She was not respecting his wishes at all yeah. whatsoever. She wasn't. She was being selfish and not taking his feelings into consideration. Yeah. It fucking hurt him basically, to be around her and not be able to have her. Right. So, so basically, what she was trying to do is she was trying to extend the life of this project as much as she could, so they could continue working together. As 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 long as possible, so that she has the Q and A together and starts sabotaging it purposely, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so that they can do a a, a, an a climate I- survey, an environmental <laughs> impact report. Because that's what they were saying that this park was so small that they didn't even need to do an environmental right. impact report that would take at least a year to mm-hmm. get all the research and get all the information together or whatever. She forms like a fake protest and like a whole thing saying that, that all and they falls were gonna, together. They were gonna launch. They apart. were gonna do nightly firework <laughs> shows at midnight, and then Chris comes back. Come finally finds them and he's like oh my dream team and that's when ben finally like kind of gets upset and he's like yeah. like as upset as ben will ever get really because no, ben he, was upset, get upset. he was upset but like he upset was for, he was visibly upset he was upset but ben doesn't like get upset like how like people normal people you get know upset, you know what, what that scene reminded yeah, me of he's like a level-headed upset where you're the way you're supposed to it's white people upset <laughs> right it's like waspy <laughs> upset it's you know? not it's not cuban mom or, or yeah, cuban dad upset exactly you know you know what that scene reminded me of actually and it's i mean i don't know that it, there's even a logical line to be drawn between them. But whenever I see that scene and I've seen that episode a couple of times now, it just so happens that whenever I go to bed and we have, you know, Netflix on and that's that episode is on. uh, It always reminds me of that scene in Forrest Gump when Forrest gets upset at Jenny and he tells her, uh, I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is, and mm. and and he and he gets and he, he puts his hands he gets on upset. His hips. Yeah, and I always think about that thing that you mentioned. That he puts his hands on his hips. He he walks outside of the house. You see him through the screen door, and he puts his hands on his hips. You can tell that he's pissed, you know. And it's it's a natural reaction. You're like, fuck, you're right, man. Yeah, she fucked well, up. Ben says it in a previous episode that he was raised very non-confrontationally. His parents right. are very non-confrontational, so he's not for con- him. And after the Halloween party episode, and after actually, thirty-two years, they're, they're still, still divorced. divorced. <laughs> so, like, he says it in the Halloween party episode that he's upset that April and Andy didn't tell him they were having a Halloween party, but he kind of just lets it slide under the rug. And Ben is having a rough time, just as a rough, just as much of a rough time with the breakup as 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 Leslie is, but he's just not as vocal. And it finally just comes to a head when Chris tell, calls them the dream team. He's like, you know what? Actually, the, your dream team is actually a team of one, and I'm done. So Leslie finally like gets. But it. I feel like if he hadn't put his foot down and not like bullshitted her back, because he kind of in other before and after, he kind of will in, indulge her ne- neurosis, crazy. right? But but because he puts his foot down, he's like, no, I'm done. I'm mm-hmm. leaving. Like this is over. We, like you you're running for whatever and mm-hmm. like the whole thing if he hadn't done that then she wouldn't have finally just been like you know what fuck it let's just go for it right which is exactly when they get back together right so yeah, yeah. Well, i think because you know the way that he was raised and how his parents are f- to see him 
speak up yeah. and to see him say something makes it all the more impactful. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I absolutely love that scene. And I know that it's one of the more difficult scenes to to watch because you see how upset he is. It is tough. I was watching it again today. It's a, and it's I a was tough like, episode to watch. It was hard to, to watch. To see him go through, through all that. Because we've all been there. At to some be honest point, with you, you know? it was difficult for me to watch to watch seeing her act that way. Seeing her act right. that because she's such a cha- she's such a hero of the show. Yes, but I think watching anybody, there are times where it's difficult for me to watch The Office because in the early episodes, Michael Scott was such a fucking what's the word I'm looking for? He, he just didn't care about anybody else. He was so um, self centered, self centered, and self absorbed. He was just clueless to anybody else's feelings. He had no idea, and it's and that's what made the comedy. I understand, it's a but in order to get to the funny parts which are the reactions to his actions, mm-hmm. you have to watch his actions. And then sometimes they're fucking so uncomfortable. And that's how I feel about this episode. Yeah, Leslie, Leslie makes you very uncomfortable. Leslie makes you very uncomfortable because you're like, Leslie, like I'm talking, I, I start becoming that person where I'm talking to the screen going like, stop. This is not, you're, you're being, you're hurting everything right now. You're herself and him. And him, him and the fucking student council and the, the fucking right. blah, you know, the, when she's having her conversation in the office with Anne, where he's like, where she's like, he says, "I'm I, I steamroll people," and she's literally steamrolling Anne yeah. as Anne is trying to tell her, like, "Hey, listen, you're kind of he's not wrong." Well, this is what I'm gonna do. This, this is what I'm gonna do. And then she's like, "Yeah, that's right. oh, you're fucking steamrolling." And then like, even that, I, I fucking hate Anne, and I feel bad for Anne in that moment. Like, Anne has a great line too. She goes, "Let's be honest. After all she's done for me, I already ten cheesecakes for her." Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, so. whatever. Um, <laughs> Hater in the house. Which leads us to the trial of Leslie Nope. Right. Which uh, did you want to skip over that one? No, that's a big one. No, that's a big. Uh, that's a big one. Um, that's like mid-season finale. As but. as much as I like that, I like the one that comes after it. What number more. episode is the, the uh, trial? Of Leslie Nope is number nine. nine. The one that I love about that is the, my favorite part is when he goes, "Just look, I'll be sitting out here this whole time, just." <laughs> Look at that wall, and then and it's, like, oh, it's just good to know that he's gonna be looking. All I gotta do is look over at that that monster, that the hideous, monster hideous monster. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fucking funny. She was like, "Oh god!" And then she just every once in a while she just look at that painting all fondly and shit. Like, oh fucking hey, yeah. Uh, I love the fact and another Chris Traeger moment where. She was like, oh, I know that, you know, like he was on her side, even though he, he was, he yeah. had to do what he had to do. And he says, and he Leslie, says this is it. And, and he says, Leslie, this isn't me against you. Mm-hmm. This is, you broke a rule. This is as a boss. And it's he's and like, he I love her, you. You're my, my favorite. Rule. Yeah. It's not my rule. He's like, I'm enforcing a rule. It's not my rule. This is, we can't pick and choose which rules we, we, she, we she follow. Made, she made it up about, about that. She right. kept she saying, oh, it's, it's his rule. rule. It's Chris's yeah. rule. It's Chris's rule. And. In reality, it, it it wasn't when when the whole trial is over, and he and says this hurts me. This yeah. hurts me to do this. This is not yeah. Okay, fun. even though he's right, though he was still hella annoying because with the vitamins and rubbing the shit on his because it was literally that's, making that's his, how he copes. That's how yeah. he copes because he was it was having a physical reaction. The, the stress was having a physical manifestation in him because he he's like it it throws his whole body off. This that stress of of having to do this to a friend. Really threw him. That's what I love. That's even more. All the fucking vitamins and all shit just shows you how much he, it physically hurts him to not, have to do this. If you were like to put a diagnosis, Chris suffers from anxiety. Yeah. 
If you were to put an actual di- diagnosis, he's a hypochondriac. It's not. He also no, suffers from no, anxiety. No, he's not a hypochondriac. He definitely suffers from. He anxiety. always thinks he's dying, and he's not. No, he's not. No, he he thinks that, he's dying when something stems, phys- when something that bad stems from his anxiety. Yeah, yeah. that's not. From his anxiety. He doesn't. If think, you were to put an actual diagnosis on Chris, he suffers from anxiety. Well, for then maybe I'm projecting, sure. <laughs> and yeah. I find him for annoying sure. because of this I love this episode because the first time I saw this episode, it reminded me of. One of my favorite episodes of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Of course, where yeah, I mean, I, I'm always, I'm always gonna draw those Walk parallels. Me this no, no, I don't fucking goddamn. Okay, I will, I will. Like Sheldon, you don't fucking ask, ask questions. Why? And then I will walk you through it, and I won't take me- ten you, minutes telling like, you about it. Oh, okay. Ooh, shots Ooh. fired. I need a coat. It got a little nippy <laughs> or, in here. Or, th- or thirteen minutes. That's fine. Oh my um, gosh. So, um, wait, I did that. Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> about a show that neither of us fucking care about either. It's so about it's all you. Stop. You're right. drunk and anyway. you're being a dick. Come on, anyway. continue. Right. I am not drunk. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you're your fourth beer, bro. You're yeah, four beers I'm drunk? Okay. So um, on be, this episode, be better don't than... fucking blame me Wait, if I can't you're... get through this. <laughs> if you guys keep cutting me off, the way you're you want acting, me to do this quicker better or not? If you're drunk. I'm just saying, don't continue. <laughs> Go ahead. There's an episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation. You want to pee now? I'm getting nervous. <laughs> Come on, let him finish. Oh. There's an episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation where Data, the android, is uh, is said by Starfleet to be Starfleet property, mm-hmm. and Captain Picard defends Data and um, uh, Commander Riker, who's the second in command of the of the Enterprise, must be the opposing counsel. And basically argue that even though Data is his friend and he thinks of Data as a uh, as a human being, he needs to argue that Data is the property of Starfleet and he needs to do it to the best of his abilities, mm-hmm. or the entire uh, the entire trial will be thrown and Data will be considered the property of Starfleet. So there's that you know I have to do my job to the best of my abilities and this is hurting me and I hate that I have to do this, but pow pow yeah. sort of thing, you know. And and it, it it reminded me of that of the way that Riker felt so, um, you know, uh, conflicted what, about it. And this is why I love Chris Traeger because he is uh, generally, he has the the highest moral compass in, of the show, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like without a doubt, un un, un just it, it is unwavering. It is this is Swanson and him go toe to toe on that. I say no, because Swanson can be bought off with steak. <laughs> and breakfast food. And breakfast food. And sex. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he's not. He's so Chris Traeger, space bar, space bar, space bar, space bar. Ron Swanson. And then and then paragraphs. And, and, and then yeah, paragraphs yeah, yeah. of everybody else. Um, what I really like about Chris in this episode, and I I mentioned it when we were talking about um whenever I bring up Karen Walker and her when we talk about Will and Grace and her little her very seldom human moments, I I. Chris, for as extra as he is, has ver- has seldom human moments, and he's got a great one in this episode towards the end mm-hmm. when he talks about um, when when Ben kind of if we can jump to the end of the episode. Yeah, I don't know that's if, right. Okay, Ben. Basically, the conclusion of this episode, Leslie kind of gets off with a slap on the wrist. They end up just suspending her with pay for two weeks, and she was expecting to get fired. And she goes up to Chris. She's like, "Why didn't I get fired?" Which, like, by the way, is a huge surprise the first time you see this. Yes, right. It's a much. huge surprise because you yourself are expecting Leslie to get yeah. fired, and and because she says 
And and while they were trying to find a loophole, mm-hmm. a legal loophole, her and the whole team were trying to find a legal loophole. Leslie realizes she's like, I'm gonna get fired. Like, I'm gonna there's get no fired. Way out of and this. she says it's okay. And she's fully prepared. And to she's fully prepared she's from for the beginning. It. She's fully prepared for it because she knows that she has the love of the man behind the monster. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that, that's when she realizes that something is off because she tell, she tells Donna to go get yeah. Ben. Yeah, but that's but yeah. I, that's when she's but that's why I love the fact that she was, uh, you know, saying. I'm fully prepared to accept this. This is, it don't, stop, I'm going to stop fighting it. Right. This is it. And so you as a viewer thinking, oh, she's going to get fired. Yeah. And then when she doesn't get fired. When she doesn't get fired, she's like, she goes up to Chris. She's like, why am I not fired? Like, what happened? And she go and, and he goes, Chris called us in, to, in for a meet. I mean, sorry, Chris. Ben called us in for a meeting and resigned effective immediately. And, and he said, um, and he tells her, uh, he basically assumed all he the basi- blame. Yeah, he assumed. Say that all- he used his position he, he's of used, power. He used his position yeah. of power. He assumed all responsibility. He pulled a Weinstein. He ba- oh wow! I'm gonna go pee now. <laughs> <sighs> Too soon. Keep going. I, I don't know how. There's there's a really funny moment when they're all looking through these tomes to find some sort of loophole where Ron Swanson says, "Uh, in, and I forget the year." Uh, all sexual positions except missionary were outlawed. And he says, two years later, missionary, missionary was, was outlawed. outlawed. Yeah. <laughs> and then Donna falls in with black people can't walk on sidewalks. Black people still can't walk still on can't sidewalks. Walk on sidewalks. <laughs> and then April says, any woman who, who's, who laughs is a, a witch. witch. And then she looks dead at the camera. She goes, yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so um, Chris tells her uh, he's like he, he tells her he's like you're an exemplary government employee and uh, I can't think of anybody more worthy of being Ben's girlfriend. He actually says I've never met anyone who uh, who is worthy of being Ben's girlfriend until you. Oh, okay. Well, same yeah. difference. Same difference. Right. No, no, that's that's a big difference. One is saying you are worthy. One is saying you're the only one that's worthy. You are the chosen one. Well, right. Anakin was also the chosen one. We know how that went. So, he brought balance to the force. <laughs> in in a negative way, but you know, no, oh, he brought it. He, he brought, brought balance, balance to the force. Just he not, killed the emperor. I mean, it the, took a little while. Just not the, the way everybody thought it was going to. The, the Jedi thought that they understood the prophecy, and they were only seeing it from their point of view, mm-hmm. not know, from a neutral point of view. They were okay. it would have been the great Jedi. They would have well, understood. Then, yeah. Anyway, so that's. <laughs> That's All right, and that's your nerd minute. That's We've gotten Star Trek and Star Wars. In on what did a, I miss? <laughs> I think nothing. So the next episode is one of my favorite. No, no, ones. We're done. I love this episode. The next episode is yeah. episode ten. What's the name of the episode? Citizen Nope. Citizen oh, Nope is ten, where she can't work. Yeah, she she can't work. Right. And um, is that what it was? Yeah, she can't work, so she forms I a PCP. What are you <laughs> thinking of? Because it might be something else. Well, the one with the presence. Where at the end, yes. they gave it. Okay, yes. so yeah, yeah. yeah. So I have the quotes. I just have quotes of yeah. the things. So. Yes. And ben, ben is looking for work. Actually, Ben is because he resigned he, in disgrace. Was he, he says <laughs> multiple times. Wasn't he working on uh, like the stop motion, or is that late? That's, 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 that's later. One. Yeah. This is the one where he's the accountant at right. the he's, accountant firm. So you're interviewing to be the accountant of the accountant. And he's like a rock star. Yeah. Yes. Like, well, I can't this, believe this, I'm in the presence of Ben Wyatt. This is the first of many, <laughs> many times, times that he, he tries goes to, get this to work. Job. Yeah, at this place, which John Ralphio ends up temping for calculator. <laughs> calculator. <laughs> it's 
speaking of spreadsheets, you want to spread those legs over my sheets? You're fired. Yeah, I thought that was That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Out the same door? Okay, thanks. Yeah, out the same door. That's the best one. So this is the episode where David and I made an observation. I don't need to be an accountant to know that this girl was a 10. What observation did you make about John Oh, she's got a mouth on her. Well, John Rothfield. I love that line. I'm going to start using that. Every time my wife curses me out, ooh, she's got a mouth. <laughs> R.I.P. Mary. <laughs> and that's when he died. <laughs> like I said, John Ruff has grown on me. <laughs> and that's how Regina George died. Uh, observation, Stephanie. So David and I made an observation. We saw this episode right before we came over here. And we made an observation where this is also an episode where uh, in the, throughout this episode, Ben is kind of going back and forth as to whether or not he actually wants this job. Because while it's a good fit for him and he'd be really good at it, he doesn't know. If he doesn't love the carpeting. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't love the carpeting. And he doesn't know if this is what he wants to do, if he wants to like explore an, a, a, a job in a different field or whatever. Leslie tells him to take a month and see what else is out there. And John Ralphio, he runs into John Ralphio in the office, like going as he's coming yeah, out yeah. and he's in going in. And he tells him, he's like, what is it that's the exact He line? says, uh, a very wise woman named Kim <laughs> once told me. He goes, is that, is it, isn't that the lady who waxes you? And he goes, uh, nothing is worth doing if you don't love it. Hold on. I want to find. What was the exact hold line? Hold on. I want to find the exact quote because I don't want to fuck it up. So just keep talking about the episode. Uh, and, uh, and he says, and then she pulled the, the wax strip off my butthole, <laughs> off my beehole. <laughs> but keep talking about the episode. I'll circle back to this in a second because I want to yeah. find the exact so, quote. Effectively, the whole reason why. No, don't do that yet. You said keep talking about it. But about not that episode. specific moment. Talk about, about the episode. episode. Oh, okay. Talk about the Christmas gifts yeah, for a second. Yeah, talk about the Christmas gifts. That's the one. That's the line that's that the I have. That's the opening scene. That's the line that I have. Um, or the opening, whatever. No, it it's was. It's after the credits. It was, no, it was the presents. It was, this was the end of the episode. Was to do the presents. And the present to her oh. was that they're all gonna support her because her campaign advisors dump her because she's still pulling she's at like one percent. Right. And so the whole office comes together and they say we're gonna be your, you know, your your campaign manager. We're gonna be this and that. And everybody comes to, chips <laughs> in together and they do the gingerbread house, which Ron is awful horrific at. at. Um and uh, Andy Andy ate a bunch of the shit that was not supposed to be eaten. He he it's ate his the mouth silver sprinted M and M's. And he was like, he's like, did you eat those? No. And his mouth is all fucking silver. And he's like, all right, you need to go to the and, doctor. And tells him go throw up. And he goes, no, I'm fine. And then everyone shouts at him, go throw up. And he <laughs> yes. leaves. So the um, the quote that I love, this is the one that has so much heart, is when uh, Leslie says, "Presents to me are a sport." Um, I always win. And she says, not this year. In fact, I got my ass handed to me. And she yeah. says it with such a huge smile on her face. Because yeah, she knows. That that shot that they have of her between the windows of the gingerbread houses as she's smiling with tears in her eyes after she's just been told that yeah. they're going to be her team. Well, I fucking love them. I, that's what I love about this show. Even more than the humor, because it's fucking hilarious, is how much heart this show has. It's fucking awesome. I really liked how um, when she, when everybody does their spiel about what they're going to do for her, and then she she says, you guys, this is a lot of work. I can't ask you to put your lives on hold for me. And Ron goes, name one person in this room that you haven't done that for. So I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. And I was like, that's really sweet because 
like that's the kind of friendships that you want in your life you know yeah. that you're not never expecting them to come you're never you never come through for them with the expectation that oh you owe me right but then they do and they come through and you know mm-hmm. it's great and I, it's it's beyond the 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 petty squabbling it's it's about you know i'm i'm there for you i'm always there for you but the reason why i brought up the gifts was that was at the end but at the beginning was when she gave gifts to everybody that she gives Donna the leopard printed silk robe with the Santa. Santa Claus. Santa. Correct. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Santa. And goes, Oh, these are your Christmas presents. Oh, by the way, they're from Santa. Santa. Um, Donna's robe is leopard print silk robe with pink cups. Pink cups. For and in the back it says, You, you can, can get, get it. it. <laughs> Tom gets, he goes, I know you were upset you couldn't get tickets to the Watch the Throne. <laughs> So he got her a tiny, a tiny a, throne and a hand and like a pocket a, watch. But po- he took out the watch and it said up <laughs> gangster time or something right. like that. And Jerry gets socks and he's like, she gets me. But then Ron oh, is complaining is awesome. about yeah. how baller time. Baller, baller time. time and ron is complaining about how he hates that Le- he, i think he, he says that her every year i give leslie the same present i give everyone a crisp 20 dollar bill and every year she gets me something thoughtful and personal it makes me furious <laughs> this year she outdid herself and then he presses a clicker and it closes the, uh, the both doors <laughs> to his office and he, and he goes she had it installed over the weekend it's so and then she's, he starts crying and like, it's so beautiful it's so beautiful <laughs> that's to me one of my favorite Ron, Ron's so I Ron's found the quote that I was looking for moments of the season with Ben and John Raffio he's John Raffio Ben is telling John Raffio how he's interviewing to be the accountant for the accountant so which, to which John Raffio tells him so you at the accounting firm you're gonna have the boring job and he goes this is the first time that you've had time off since you've been kid president you should <laughs> <laughs> you should go after your passion, like make toy models, uh, model trains, yeah. or uh, invent toy Gandalfs. So does John Raffio inadvertently, is he inadvertently responsible for Cones of Dunshire? Oh, so he like, it, it, that's like a does he plant inception. His, his, his advice, his advice is, what, yeah. sets him up to, does, he, does was, his yeah, advice he set him up? To eventually invent Cones of Dunshire. But that comes next season. Yeah. Right. But, yeah. It, but, but, but yeah, he planted the seed. He planted yeah. the seed. So I don't know Maybe. why you would jump straight to model trains. Well, that's, <laughs> what, that, that's what he said. I mean, it's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. Once heard from a very, very smart woman named Kim, the lady who waxes you. She told me, if you don't love what you do, it ain't then why it. do it? Then she ripped the hair from my beehole. <laughs> Wise words, that John. Ryan. Yeah, he's a good cat to have around. <laughs> what else? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, no, that's. I think that's um, up. That's it for that's this it episode. For Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and then that might be my favorite episode. This episode season. thirteen was the bowling alley. Bowling uh, for votes. Episode yep. fourteen was Valentine's Day. Oh, that's a good one. With a Valentine's Day because, and Chris is depressed because he just got dumped. Yeah. By Millicent. Oh, and the scavenger hunt that Ron, like, says he hates doing, but helps Ben. Yeah. With, and he goes, I hate, please do that for me. At the end, very end, he asked. Was that for Valentine's Day? Well, it starts with, the opening sequence is Valentine's Day. And then, um... Leslie throws a Valentine's Day Oh, that's right. That's where where he, where her, they, they bring, no. 
Is there's it a couple yeah. of Valentine's Day episodes. There is, but there the opening sequence is Valentine's Day. And then because Anna's the only one in the table that doesn't have oh, a right. boyfriend, oh, she that's throws where a she dance. Starts hooking up with Tom. And that this is the mm-hmm. episode where she goes on a, a, to a, to drinks with Tom yeah, after right. Tom tries to field, like try to um like find, find her a guy. Find her a guy at the dance. Right. And she she ends up going on a date episode with him. fifteen. Not as cool anymore as it was two weeks two ago. Weeks yeah, ago. I was gonna say I don't really want to. I don't really want to go there. Uh, if we want to, I'm well, which one we is could, this one? This is the one that Dave returns. Dave comes and back. And Dave is Louis C.K. And I don't really want to do it. Well, aside from that, there's other stuff that happens because Andy's job this episode is to write her campaign theme. Right. And and they're meeting at the recording studio where Ron, a.k.a. Is where, this is where Andy finds out that Ron is Duke. No. So. No, they don't find out. They go to record. The only one who knows is April. It's April. And then April does everything they can. Everybody look over there and like breaks like breaks a mug that has <laughs> that has a, a Duke Silver's fucking uh, face on it. And uh, yeah, they do everything. She successfully gets everybody to not realize. Like he distracts that, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And Andy's struggling. And then he sends everybody away. And Ron ends a saxophone to the music. And all of a sudden, it came together. And right. that was a theme. It's a shame because I actually didn't. I, I, I liked the character of Dave. Absolutely. Um, up until two weeks ago. Up until, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I didn't like him better than Ben. Absolutely, You know, that was never a thing. You liked him better than Ben? I, I loved. Again, you got to remember. This is two. <laughs> this is more than two weeks ago. Uh, this wasn't recently. Uh, but uh, no, I was a huge fan of Louis C.K. himself. Uh, on top of that, I liked the fact that he was super nice to her. And yeah, he's like, a better for her than Ben. Regardless of the the character, I, I mean, regardless of the actor, His, the character of Davis was not is not better for her than Ben. No, I'm not. Well, I'm not. I wouldn't argue yeah, well, that either. A, you have a large sample. You have a larger sample size. Yeah, and Dave went on like three dates with her, like three episodes. Well, with her. not just that, but Dave also was the first relationship that she had after she was pining for, for Brandanowitz yeah. for a season and a and half. And he came over to her house drunk. She came over to her house drunk. Burp, and burp. Yeah, you're gonna give me a lift? Oh, in London they call elevators lifts. So you're gonna give me an elevator home? He he was a gentleman on the show. His character was. Yeah. 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 So, but that's okay. Well, that's why I said, regardless moving of the on. actor, We're but moving yeah, on, yeah, I don't want to. That's it. That's all the attention I care to give it. We're moving on. What's all right. Next? So, uh, I only have notes for after that. I only have notes for the last episode. Apparently, well, every episode. After that. You didn't like what are the uh, episodes? The well, no, because in seventeen, like five episodes in between. Then ca- uh, campaign shakeup is when Catherine Hahn shows up. Oh yeah, as, she's um, great. She's Catherine. Awesome. She's so fucking awesome. good, man. I, I I can't. It makes me angry that she's not more successful. Like she deserves way more success than she has. So, but she's we, we, the point that I was making about Idris Elba on Wubro. She kind of falls into that category. Episode 226 well, for those listeners trying to keep count. Well, what I was going to say about her dynamic with Ben is that it's really fun to watch that dynamic. Because, because they play a married couple in, in Step Brothers? Yes. And he was a total dickhole yeah. to her. And now it's flipped. And now she's kind of the one with the power, which is kind of fun to watch. Because yeah. he was such a tool bag in a t- Step Brothers. So that was my first intro to him was... To who? To Adam Scott, Adam Scott. with Step Brothers. Oh. So when I when I notice when I see that he's on this show, I'm expecting. I'm like, I feel like people get typecast a lot. So I'm like, oh, he's gonna be a a ding a dinghole on this fucking show. So I'm expecting. He was a dick in uh, Walter Mitty too. Wife of the, oh, the yeah. life of Walter Mitty. I've, I haven't seen that. Yeah, fantastic. It's I haven't. So I was just expecting I him that. to be like I I I because since people tend to get like 
pigeonholed into the same kind of roles i figured that just adam scott is like an asshole in everything he plays so i was coming into parks and rec he, thinking he, he kind of is in uh tell me you love me as well I haven't seen that movie in a long time. No, the the show, the the HBO show. Oh, I haven't seen that in even longer. So I thought it was the the um, I Love You Man movie. Oh, and he's yeah. not in that. No, he's I don't think he's in I Love You Man. I don't remember. Rashida Jones is in I Love You. Man. I don't remember. Yeah, there was a few of them. So from, there's, there's, yeah, yeah, there's Rashida a couple Jones parts and Paul Rudder and I Love You Man. Mm-hmm. But um, well, the other than Catherine Hahn coming in at seventeen, which she's pretty much present for the rest of the season, show, she's a great character. The next episode we have a guest appearance by Sean Hayes. Which is terrifying. Sean Hayes is an eighteen. Who is he in eighteen? I don't he's remember a, this. He's interviewing Leslie at the airport, and he's like the least oh, that's Jack. Right. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. The least Jack McFarlane, and you've ever seen Sean Hayes. And it's, I, I, it's, didn't even, it's, I didn't. I didn't even know who Sean. I didn't even remember. You know what the funny she thing gets, is? I don't. She gets drunk during the interview. Yeah. Because they cancel it, so she goes out for drinks, and then it comes back on. Yes. You know, yes. it's funny. I I, remember I don't even know. Who, I didn't even know who Sean Hayes was when you said the name right now. Uh-huh. But I, Jack McFarlane, yeah. I don't know who that is either. From Will and Grace. Uh, stop talking, please. Um, but um, I said, but I, when, when you kept saying the, the, inter- the guy for the interview, I go, oh, I know who the guy for the interview is. And I'm like, who the fuck? Why is that important? And I started thinking, oh, these fucking dames like fucking. Uh, uh, well, no, yeah. because yes. Sean Hayes. Yes, is re- we do. Yes, I know. <laughs> Sean Hayes is really talented, not just because of. I just don't Grace. know him from anything. Yes, I understand. But right. what I'm saying is the uh, aside from and it was like a one episode guest appearance. Yeah. It was like Catherine Hahn where she had and these our- episodes and then I think a couple. Well, the first half of five yeah Even and one episode back in, in six she, she comes, comes back, back in the last, last episode in the last yeah. season she comes back in the last and in the last yeah, season yeah, yeah. yes so she comes back periodically she's just right saying. so sean hayes plays like the least jack mcfarlane you've ever seen sean hayes yeah. which is i think i found just as a d- disturbing just for my own personal taste more than uh, ron swanson being a <laughs> pussy it was like the same thing i was like stop was it, it you're jack you're just just jack <laughs> 2000 was it less jack than when he did the the three stooges no like a hundred percent like nothing no i know ever. i saw it i'm questioning whether it was less jack than when he did the three stooges i didn't because he was the, in the three I didn't stooges, movie. Three stooges. Was so I, movie. it was good it yeah. was really good is it in the family chair? Well, it should be. Not um, <laughs> wait. So the rest of the season is pretty. <laughs> it's pretty. Yeah, is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> Can you wait till Black Friday at least? Um, sure. Chris and Jennifer, who, um, who is Catherine Hahn's um character, um, hook up in twenty one, bus tour, because um Bobby's dad dies. What was that guy's name? Wait, but the this is after already the. The, you, you skipped over the the debate. Oh, I did. Oh, yeah, yes, the debate. debate was fucking amazing. We should also. It's also worth mentioning that her opponent is Bobby Newport, which is the the Sweetums sugar, the son, the of heir the sweet- to Sweetums, right. the Sweetums who candy, Rudd. who's Paul Rudd, who was a vampire. Um, huh? He is. Paul oh, because he doesn't age because he looks the same. He's looked in fucking Clueless in almost thirty years ago. And an Ant Man. For Ant Man and Clueless are like twenty years apart, and they look, they look exactly. exactly the same. In fact, he looks better in Ant Man because he's worked out and has abs. Yeah. Do you know what? That's the only Marvel movie I haven't seen. Oh wow! Oh, wow. You need to watch that. Yeah. That's the one you really should see. Like he it. looks the same from the fucking Super Nintendo commercial that he did back did in similar, 1991. Yeah. yeah, you got the power. Yes. All but right. he plays a fucking dingbat in this, and I. But he plays love dumb it. so well. <laughs> he plays dumb really, really well. You guys said mean. You guys said really mean things. He's like, we played your own ad. 
That was goes, back in um, campaign. That was, um, that was in twelve in campaign. You guys stop ad. it! Like my friends are making fun of me. You stop it! And he goes, stop it! And then she, and then Ben goes, stop running the commercial. He goes, no, just stop running. Like just give it to me, give it to me. And then he like, on, leans give it back and hits, hits, hits his head. He goes, oh, this isn't padded. Like, <laughs> which so, I think is ad lib. I think that was ad lib for sure. Like, that's the thing is, he's such a fucking dumbass. In, in like, that, in that, in campaign ad in twelve, in number twelve, you could. Vis- visibly see um he Amy Polar trying not to crack yeah because he I'm sure he's ad-libbing uh, most of what he does and she's you could see her face and she's trying not to laugh I her love ass the off. fact that he did um he goes how did you guys get the little girl how did you guys how did you guys do that he's like that was me he's like how did you do that? Like, he was like, <laughs> you could tell in his mind, he's like, you went back in time? Like, how the fuck? Yeah. It's fantastic. Oh. So, yeah, the debate was good, too. Um, the debate was fantastic. I love the fact that he was surprisingly really good mm-hmm. uh, uh, until the end, and then she fucking blew doors off the wall, you know, blew, and I love the fact that he was like, Leslie, that was awesome. Like, yeah. he was, like, fucking clapping for her. He was the first one to clap he, for her. And he knows that she's an actual politician. And he knows that, like, he knows that he doesn't stand. She's the better woman for the job. Yeah, he, he's yeah. very, no- well, and he knows that he's just he's just doing it because his father wants him to do it. Like, this is, he, he knows he has no business running for city council. When he announces that his campaign or whatever, they're pretty much adversaries until his dad dies. Mm-hmm. And then they make amends, which is at 122, which I watched before I came over yeah. here, is when she's... <laughs> she goes to his house, right? No, that in 21, she goes to his house because his dad just died. Right, okay. That's when um, Chris and Jennifer hook up. And then oh, Bert Macklin's right. trying to find out who, th- who threw the pie at Jerry. That's right. Yes. And it was Sewage Joe who was trying to get Ben. That's right. And at the very end. Oh, my friend Kirk Fox? Yeah. And then at the very end, at the very end, Bert Macklin's talking shit to Sewage Joe because he's like, oh, I dare you. I dare you. And then he fucking throws it at the, at, throws a pie at Ben. And then Bert Macklin goes, case closed. And Ben goes, good job. And he's like, <laughs> pie in his face. But they make amends, which is why in 22, it's, I find it hilarious when they're like, they're both standing outside of the vo- voting booths mm-hmm. and and he's like he that's when he says that he thinks that she's the better candidate yeah. and that he's going to vote for her and everybody laughs and um what are you doing no i'm just playing i because i have uh in my notes i have that episode 22 has the best pre-credit sting i just don't remember what the fuck it was cuz oh. <laughs> it was not down 3 months ago so i'm trying to Go ahead. So um, it's and then everybody laughs and and he's like, "Why are you all laughing?" And Leslie's like, "Cause you're joke. You're cause you're gonna vote for me." He's like, "I am gonna vote for you." So in while that's happening, it comes um, Kath um, Jennifer, excuse me, offers Ben a job in D.C. to run a congressional campaign. He talks to her about it, to Leslie about it, and then she's like, "Let me go vote and like live out one of my childhood dreams and blah blah blah." So she's having this moment. It's this very emotional moment, like life, whatever. And then you see Paul Rudd's head peep over the curtain. He's like, "Can you help me? I have ink everywhere." And he's like, "Like he has, he's he's fucking it all up." And she's like, "Just give me a second. And then she's kind of becomes like his big sister. Yeah. Um, which I thought was sweet. You know, mm-hmm. if only politics was that I, way. I do really life. like that episode. Yeah, a yeah. lot. And April's freaking out because she crashed a drive. 
She was supposed to put a bunch of stuff in the thumbnail and she's hiding under the table. Like right. that's going to solve it. Right. And then Donna comes in. She goes, you know how many times Jerry has done this and presses <laughs> two buttons and fixes it. But you know it. what? I really, what I really do like about that episode is the way that Andy comes in and like he, he loves her so much and he's lost in everything in life except in her. She's the only thing that makes sense to him. Yeah. And, and, and he has zero ideas about what the fuck he's doing. But he's willing to try anything and everything, and he's going to do whatever he can to make her okay again. Yeah. Because he, he needs her to be okay. And uh, and it's his idea to call Donna, you yeah. know? And, you know, she <laughs> bails her the fuck out. The other thing about this episode is that Jerry is supposed to be, like, out just, like, last-minute campaigning. Mm-hmm. And... He the 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 race is really close to call, and he's like Leslie can't lose because of me. Oh, because he hadn't voted. He, 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 voted. he, he thought the polls closed, closed an hour right. later than what they did. Yeah. So he he was afraid that he wasn't going to make it back to the polls, and he's like, if Leslie loses by one vote and I don't get <laughs> to vote, like Leslie's going to lose the whole election because of me. And the election comes down to twenty eight votes, if I'm not mistaken, or yeah. twenty three or something. Yeah. I don't know the exact number, but it's twenty something. It's it's in the twenties because I remember they had to do a recount. Like you, you, you in 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 elections, if it's down to a certain number, you can call for a recount. And then the second time Anne comes back in, it's down into the twenties. I, w- I think it's 28, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Did you find the... Oh, yeah, the I thought... Well, no, I know. I, just, I was waiting for the... That's it, right? That was the end of the season? Yeah, and I mean, Leslie wins. Leslie yeah. wins. Leslie wins um, Ben and, and April... And they filmed it with both her winning and losing. Correct, yeah. They didn't know which one they were going to air. Mm-hmm. But another sweet moment that I liked was when she went out to... Um, give her acceptance speech or whatever. Her victory... What's it called? Like... Well, ben was supposed to write I know a victory speech and about. a concession And she goes, moment. oh, did you ever read? Uh, no, I want to read my, I I read read my concession And he goes, speech. I never wrote one. They're so fucking goals, yeah. man. Love him. What well, they were unanimous on the the TV Couples Mountain. Because mm-hmm. I was geek more. No, I had, I had Jim and Pan on number one. You didn't have Ben and Leslie? They came number two. No, unanimous, just that in the sense that everybody had them. Yeah, everyone had them. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, because I, I had them at number four. I thought it was I like think, that all of us... I think Vanessa w- had them at number three. Yeah. Yeah, I would have had Christy them. Christy had them at number one. Sorry. I wouldn't have had them either. Yeah. On the mountain? Mm-mm. No. I would have had April and Andy. Well, I went back and forth absurd. on which one to put. <laughs> that's absurd. That's, I don't okay. know that I would have put them on my couple's mountain, period, but if I'm going to pick a Parks and Rec couple, it's April and Andy. Yeah, I would pick Tom and fucking Jean, Jean Raphael before I pick fucking. <laughs> <laughs> before, uh, is there, aren't they a better fucking couple, right? Yeah, look, I made you laugh just by saying it. No thanks. I'm not picking fucking April. Ugh. Um, yeah, what's your favorite pre pre credits thing? Pre episodes thing? You always ask this and I always forget them. Yeah, I don't understand why. <laughs> if I always ask them, I don't understand. No, I always forget. I just always forget to to think about. Mine it. was the last episode where they're going through the process of like explaining like this is what happens. This is how you get a recount if this if it comes out to this many, and it's like, do we have any questions or concerns? And then uh, uh, Wyatt goes, Yeah, at the la- at the eleventh hour, uh, they're trying to put it, install these new voting booths in, <laughs> and then he's like, Look what happens if you choose uh, Bobby, and he says, a Good answer. Uh, here, take a, take a yeah. uh, take a free candy bar, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. And he goes, now watch. And he, she goes, uh, what? Why is that a bad thing? And she goes, no, no, no. Well, watch what happens when you pick me. And he's like, Leslie, no, because bah, 
Take a second. <laughs> Think about this. Do you really want to make this decision? And then you got to press her name again. And then when you press her name again, a baby starts crying. Like, <laughs> and he was like, press no if you want to cancel your vote. And then they pan over to this chick. What's her name? The fucking manager the uh, for, for Bobby. Oh, Jennifer Catherine Hahn. Yeah, yeah she, they, they pan over to her and she goes, I we get to see the problem. I, 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 and just I gets up and walks yeah, out. I don't see the problem. And she gets up and leaves. Like, it's fantastic. <laughs> I thought it was a great, great one. Yeah. So uh, I have found it more and more that uh, throughout the later seasons, the pre-credits things are getting less and less impressive. I'm not taking a shot at that. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that the first couple seasons, there were like every other pre-credits thing was fucking hilarious yeah. and i was like eh. i will say that uh, i i don't remember i remember liking one of the pre-credits ones a lot but i can't remember it which one at this at right now um i will say this i don't like season four as much as i like season three season three is my favorite season um just from what i remember in general um but I, I, I rate them all the same until the last season the last season is the only one that i think is less than every th- every every other season but I like every season. They're, yeah, I'm kind of with you. They're all more like or less. I think they're all A's. I think they're all A's. There's a drop off in season seven. I didn't really see, see that. I see. I. I. To me, because I do it, like season seven. Because to me, I they're. Do. To I don't. I didn't. Because it's well, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk about yeah. that in season. We'll talk about that in two episodes. Yeah. Um. Three. Or three. Whatever. I can't do math. You know how it is. Um. <clears> but I. I think they're all. I can't tell you which one is my favorite season because I don't. I don't think I could either. It also has to do with the fact that I binge these over. Um, you know the like course of, of a couple of weeks. Um, my favorite opening stinger, I think, for this uh, this season is uh, the episode after Leslie is uh, suspended for two weeks, and she, she breaks into the office and she's got she's got a flash drive and she's trying to upload all this stuff onto her flash drive so that she can work from home, and uh, and Chris happens to come in. And uh, she tries to distract him by going, oh, is that a new jogging shirt? And he goes, yes, thank you for noticing. It's uh, it, synthetic bees wings. Right, yeah. It, uh, it's called Bumbleflex, yeah. And then, uh, and then he says, but you don't, uh, you shouldn't be here. You're on suspension. And so he takes the flash drive from her. She takes his nasal spray. And they kind of have this like little standoff for a couple of seconds. They, they decide, okay, we're just going to switch it back. So they do the they do the switch, and then she steals the flash drive from him afterwards, and she starts running, and she knocks over a chair on the way out, and he goes, Leslie, I'm faster than you, and then he starts running after her, and he jumps over the chair, and he goes, I have bumble flex. <laughs> but he jumps over the chair so gracefully, he's like a, a gazelle. He's like a gazelle, yeah. It's just one of those like it's it's it feels so natural for each one of the characters to do that, and it's it's so outlandish. It's, it, to me, it. It goes back to something I said. I think season two is the one that, that I was on earlier um, where I said that this is the live action version of Springfield. And it's such a Simpsons thing yeah. to do. It's just it's so outlandish and ridiculous. And I fucking love it. Did you say your favorite? I, I can't remember which one it is. I would have to sit here and go through some. My of favorite is um, the opener from the trial of Leslie Nope. Um, Ron calls April into the office and says that he was online looking for <laughs> something Ron one. Swanson-ish. And, oh, my God, yes. And, this is a good one. And 
and he and then later on he got a pop-up ad for that and she goes and he and then april's like so what's your question he's like my question is what the hell and then she explains the whole cookie situation he goes that's an invasion of privacy and she goes dude if you think that's bad go to google earth and put in your address so he does it (laughs) he grabs the desktop and then the cutscene. It's he like cuts it. He, it cuts the cutscene is then him walking outside and throwing it in the dumpster yeah. and just walking away and then you get the theme. <laughs> I feel like Ron would be one of these people like now in two thousand like not their two thousand seventeen but like our two thousand seventeen would be one of these like older people that like would be so adverse to technology that he would be like what like would be like how do you get like how do you figure like like he wouldn't understand like Twitter and like wouldn't understand like how to use his gps on his phone you know like he would be just one of these like older like ge- these gen x that's just so uh, like anti-technology mm-hmm. so mm. what, what, what did you say what was the word you were curmudgeon i don't know what that means really no i don't <gasps> Bum, I bum, win. Bum. You got her. I win. <laughs> a curmudgeon is 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 just like a like an angry old. I coot. feel like this is a, a Charles Dickens word. That angry old coot is Bill's father. Oh my God! Two nights in a row, yeah. guys. <laughs> oh, he says wacky, wacky old coot. Wacky yeah. old coot yeah. But yeah, it's it's just it's like a it's like a really angry old person. Okay. Like a curmudgeon. Yeah, sure. Get off my lawn. Yeah, exactly. Got it. Yes. Uh, favorite episodes. Uh, probably Ron and Tammy's. I really liked That's it. Really episode two already off the bat. I really loved so it. The next I re- twenty episodes just all downhill after that. Twenty episodes later, I rewatched it today and I was like cackling. I was laughing so hard. I really, really loved it. I I had forgotten about it. I really had forgotten about it. And I really, really loved it. That or um, I, smallest park. I really liked as well. I really That's liked and. This season, really I have good. seen Trial of Leslie Nope a lot. I, for some reason, because uh, Parks and Rec has made its way into the rotation of uh, stuff we put on, like as we're falling asleep. Friends will engrace this will, one. Yeah. yeah, and for for some reason, there are certain episodes episodes that always seem to find themselves on as we're falling asleep, and Trial of Leslie Nope is one of them. And I always. And we always watching, end up watching. I it. always end up watching the one or two after that because I go to sleep just a little right. later than you. So I've seen Trial of Leslie Nope a lot, but I, if Ron and Tammy's for some reason I I had I hadn't seen it and I I really liked it. So I like episode six. My favorite is episode six, the end of the world one where they go to the park and the, the Zorbs. Yeah, the Zorbs. And, <laughs> That's uh, a great one. It's a great episode. And at the end when he's like, oh, I did my calculations wrong. The end of the world's going to be on whatever the fuck he says, the 22nd. He's like, 22nd, we already have it booked. And he goes, oh, did I say the 22nd? I meant the 23rd. And she's like, yeah, 23rd's available. He goes, yep, that's it. That's the end of that. And I, I, I love that episode. I love Ron's and response to it. Yeah, he's so great. He starts yeah. selling flutes. And then like, he's like, oh, here's a check. He's like, yeah. And then both yeah. think that each other are, are suckers. And I love the fact that um, Tom's future wife makes an appearance in that episode when she goes back yeah. uh, to the club. And she goes, hey, this is a great party. And he wasn't even feeling the party much because he goes, it feels like something's missing until she came along. He's starting to change already. He's starting to change. Yeah. But John Raphael John invites her. Yeah, John Raphael invites her. And then, she go, and then he goes, man, thanks, man. You you know, you brought... Which one you brought, is it? Is it um, the one he ends up marrying. Lucy. Lucy. Okay, Lucy, yeah. I couldn't remember. I wanted to say Natalia, the, but the, the actress's the name Rican is Natalia. Girl, right? So then he's like, man, thank you for bringing her, man, blah, blah, whatever. So he's like, of course, baby, that's no problem, whatever. And then listen to the camera and he goes... Yeah, I uh, had completely forgotten they dated. I was trying to hook up with that. I was trying to hit that. <laughs> like, so, uh, yeah. 
Ja Rafio always being Ja Rafio, man. John Rafio. All right. Um, what was favorite your favorite episode? Campaign Missy? ad. Campaign ad? Yeah. Because it had um, Andy and April being weird because he bumps his head Shocker. and he gets in concussion and they have to go to the hospital. Oh, man. They get a, they go to the hospital for everything. For everything. And then April's fucking with him because she's he's like, um, s- uh, some guy removed April's sinuses. And she's like, no. And then he goes, some guy looked at my junk. That was weird. <laughs> and then April goes, and that guy wasn't even a doctor. And <laughs> Chris Pratt in his uh, like amazing faces, he's like what and he just <laughs> <laughs> so wait what and um leslie and ben are going at it because he she's doesn't want to run a negative campaign ad but she's terrible at like yeah. her commercial she's like name me one thing that's wrong with my ad and then he names her like five ten yeah. things. like i said one and tom, <laughs> and tom is being tom because he doesn't want to take sides so he's like leslie your ad is great and so is yours ben yeah. like just so i i loved it and the whole cast was involved in all of that because everyone had to vote mm-hmm. and and um and so yeah so I, that's my favorite. Oh, I also the other things that I'm for and then that fucking and it's a freaking list. like yeah it's, it's terrific. Yeah. The other episode that I really liked from this season that I can't remember what the actual episode was called, but it's the one where Andy goes back to college and they have like oh, the trial. That oh, oh, that chick um, was so hot too. The teacher. The teacher. Oh, the women's studies. Teacher. Um, uh, Ron wears his red shirt after hanging out with her one yeah. night right. off camera. Yeah. So and she picked him over Chris Trager. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking because shocking, that's how man. You do. Yeah. Um, but what that, I like about Surprising to me. What I like about it is that when Andy first, when Andy finally decides on the class, he decides on the women's studies class. But then when they go to register, that it comes up to like nine hundred and fifty dollars, and they can't afford it. That he starts like selling his CDs for like thirty dollars, and he starts tra- charging a hundred bucks for shoe shines. He goes back to the shoe shine stand, charging a hundred bucks for it. Ron, then he goes, you know what, Andy, you've just uh, been awarded the Ron Swanson scholarship, and he gives him a hug. And Ron, being Ron, like just doesn't move, and he just like. Kind of like how I do it when you try to hug me, Neri. Um, just kind of stands you mean, there. Or is that before or after you voluntarily hugged me? I voluntarily hugged you once that's in the right. 10 years that I've known you. Mm. Um, that's not true because for his birthday, we you voluntarily hugged yes, him Yes, it was the one time. No. <laughs> it happened before. I don't even remember. It There's so many times she hugged me and I guess jumbled up in there whatever um <laughs> so and and uh and ron tells him to stop and andy says no and uh and but but yeah ron pays for his 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 college because he tells him he's like i like the kid and i'm rooting for him that's and the one he says yeah, i'm, I'm least he's episode. the one that i'm least actively rooting against yeah <laughs> there i go getting sappy <laughs> yeah exactly what's your favorite episode uh Dave? the the one after ben resigns i love seeing ben just trying to play the field i love seeing um Cause love, it's a nope. It's that episode. Uh, yeah, I love seeing Leslie like trying to find something to do with her time and remembering what it was like to be a, a regular citizen, person. right? You know, starting up the uh, PCP. Fucking Solger. I Solger. love Solger. That's one of my favorite <laughs> things in the entire show. How many times did we reference Solger All just on a regular and basis? Any res- and him we're at a restaurant. Yeah. Um. I I, I. I. love this episode. I love when when she's eating the the pasta and he's eating the calzone. And of course, he's like, oh. I love calzones, and uh, and so they're they're having a conversation. She she leaves right to go start the the citizen action committee, and uh, it, it's just Ben for a second cutting his calzone. He says, "I can hear you breathing," and yes, you can have her pasta. And then April and Andy just fall out of the closet behind him, and they go eating the the pasta. And, and he says, "It tastes like Fruit Loops." <laughs> 
Because uh, previously, Ben had said, that's an awful lot of sulgur you're putting on your pasta. She goes, that's just sugar. <laughs> she put sugar on her pasta like she's fucking Buddy the Elf. <laughs> did you say your favorite? Yeah, yeah, I did. Talked about the end of the world, man. Oh, that's Talked right. All right, so that's season four. So uh, thank you for checking us out. Uh, and make sure you catch uh, season five and six and seven soon to be recorded. I don't know when. Uh, but thank you for checking us out. Uh, I am Larry Science. Uh, you can catch Stephanie Uyoa on Mama's Remino podcast. That's also on the Geek Bro Network. Uh, you could catch uh, Dave, uh, his band Naked Vengeance at nakedvengeance.com mm-hmm. and everything social media called so, uh, Naked Vengeance. And Stephanie's um, uh, party, no, event planning is Instagram is events underscore by underscore the letter U. So that's events underscore BY underscore U uh, on Instagram. And make sure you check out what was his name.com. Check out my clips, that my comedy clips that I add every week. And, um, and uh, check out all the other podcasts on the Geek Bro Network, including the What's Up Bro podcast, uh, the aforementioned uh, Mamas and Merlot podcast, uh, Mount Geekmore, Shiver, the uh, horror movie podcast, What's Good, uh, Comedy Fitness, The Talking Geek, and Zeros on Hero. Right? I think that's, that's it. it. So thank you for checking us out. And uh, and uh, that's how binge watching is done. Can we do that? That's fine. I right? don't know. I like that. Because Steph, because my wife got upset that I said that's how binging is done. And apparently binging has a different oh, yeah, connotation. It does. Yeah. I didn't know about that. I didn't even it know that does. word existed until binge watching. Well, if, if we've been binging, is this talking about it purging? No. See, too far. No, boo-boo. So binge watching. <laughs> but we can Edit. say binge, this how, that's how binge watching is done, right? That's a thing. Because that's you can't really confuse sure. that because it's binge watching. That's how binge watching is done. That's what I'm going with. I don't care until she says no. <laughs> <laughs>